is the Good Morning Hamilton podcast on 900 CHML. Time for the Good Morning Hamilton roundtable with myself, Paul, and Shona. A hearty Monday morning to you both. <laughs> a sunny Monday morning to you, too. And good morning, and Rick, are you still on that sugar high from all the Halloween candy? <sighs> So if you were listening to the show earlier this morning, (laughs) you would have found out that we did not hand out candy this Halloween. That doesn't mean you don't have Halloween candy. Oh, it's it's all in my belly. That's where it went. (laughs) You know, you buy the Halloween candy in like September because that's when it gets out. You, you know, put it in your pantry or put it in your cabinet waiting for yesterday to come. And it came and went without any candy being. You know, I tried to avoid that this year because I have a horrific problem with storing the stuff i don't freeze it (laughs) and it's never there so i thought i'd wait till the last minute it was the grave grave error there wasn't any candy in stores last yesterday no you know how those big halloween boxes and stuff i mean they were it was out wow it was it it was sold out it was already eaten by the gluttons and people (laughs) people like me you're pointing at me so i actually actually had to get a whole but i had to create my own little candy bags wow yeah because i mean yeah because i opened i bought I bought like a, some Kit a Kit Kat bag thing. Okay, well that'll work. And I open up, and they're all there's not they're, they're not wrapped individually. You so opened I, up the tipple stash. Well, I, I had to put them. I knew I was going to put them in a bowl, Shona. So I ended up having to. <laughs> then I realized so, I can't put these in a bowl. They're not wrapped. Long story short, you had a nice Kit Kat meal last night. That's <laughs> what you're saying. And you can't put out little baggies with unwrapped stuff to no. people you don't know because they nobody trusts anything. So. Yeah. Just a few people that I knew got got candy. So what happened at my house last night is, and here's the rule, and I think most people know this rule except for some people on my street. My porch light was not on last night. Now, that's the indication that, yes, our our door will be open and we will, you know, unleash our hordes of chocolate right. and sweets. Porch light out, nobody's giving out candy. Three knocks on the door last night. Really? Desperate yes. children in the area. Totally desperate. And not only that, so, I mean, I had to open the door and tell these kids, sorry, I don't have anything for it. I mean, I can go to the pantry and get you a cookie, but that's about it. That's when I hide at the back of the house. See, I was going to do that. And my wife said, just, you know, just answer the door. I'm like, I don't want to answer the door. I don't want to say I don't have any candy. I mean, it's, you should have seen the looks on their faces. Like, what do you mean? I'm like, the porch light's not on. We the- thought you were a nice man. <laughs> the international code of trick-or-treating yes. clearly states the lights are not on. Yeah. Pass the house by. I know. And to make matters worse, you know, this, there was about four parents and three kids. After realizing that there was no candy, or being told that there was no candy in my house, they point to across the street, where a porch light was on at a street, uh, on a house across the street, and they cross the street. Another faux pas of trick-or-treating. Yes. You're supposed to go down one side of the street, up the other side of the street. So, I don't know. Maybe they had some kind of Halloween amnesia or something. You guys are going to have to have a, a, a community meeting. I think proper, so. Proper Halloween practice. etiquette. It's pretty clear. Uh, yeah, it's very clear. Very clear. Uh, by the way, it's 8.40 a.m. for all the Bell customers out there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. You, it's one thing to get up early. Can you imagine arriving at work early? Oh, my gosh. No. That would be horrific. So, for those of you who don't know, so Bell had a problem, <laughs> which they turned back the clock on their devices. A week earlier. A week earlier than they should have. So, for anybody with a Bell device, yeah, if they had their alarm set for, I don't know, 5 a.m., they were getting up at 4 a.m. Eee. Wow. <laughs> it's almost like us. There's a huge difference between 5 and 4 a.m. Yes, huge. there is. Very much so. Yeah. So, yes, 841 now, if uh, you're on Bell. 841 <laughs> <laughs> 
so the COP26 conference is underway. We have the G20 over the weekend in Italy. COP26, the climate change conference from the United Nations, is on in Glasgow, Scotland. Um, so our poll question today, and I'll ask you two as well, mm-hmm. do you want Canada to commit to bold or bolder action at this climate change summit? Yes, Canada should lead by example, or no, we should press bigger polluters to do more. Right now, 57% are saying, yeah, we should do more. Paul, we'll start with you. Should should Canada well, take bold action here? Well, how can we be a leader if we aren't, if, if we're trying to convince the, you know, the Indias and the Chinas of the world to mm-hmm. get their acting gear? If they don't look to us and see that our acting gear, then it's a pointless uh, effort. So, yeah, we have to be the leader. You have to lead by example. And we have to continue to stress to China and the Indias of the world who are still building coal-fired electrical plants yeah. Yeah. Um, that they can't do that anymore. Well, I'm pointing to um, uh, some of the news that we had earlier this morning. Uh, Emissions in this country Mm -hmm. have risen more than 3% since 2016, the most of any G7 nation. Ouch. So I think we really need to lead by example instead of, you know, finger wagging because Canada has this reputation of being such a a wonderfully natural, wide open, clean. Mm -hmm. Yeah, really? We're polluting a lot. We are. We need to do better. We all need to do better or we won't have a planet. Yeah, UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson saying we're one minute to midnight in terms of climate change. And he's he's probably dead on now. And and he's saying we need to act now. So, yeah, you know, I want Canada to be at the forefront to say, hey, these are our plans. And not only say these are our plans, but actually start implementing those plans. The the, the worst part about it is, is it's going to cost a lot of money. Uh, to do these things and, well, you know and why, take a lot of time. You know why we lead the why we lead the world, the G seven in in emissions. We have more commuters than any of any other of those countries, yeah. um, by far. We lead the world. We are one of the highest commuting nations in the world. So you think it's going to cost a lot more? That's where it's going to cost us yeah. right down to the bone. A teacher in Toronto, if you've been hearing the news this morning, oh my gosh, a teacher in Toronto has been placed on home assignment after allegedly wearing blackface as part of a Halloween costume. This is true. How in the world does this happen, Shona, in 2021? (laughs) All I can do is shake my head. I I have no idea. And apparently this teacher, his only excuse was he couldn't think of anything better, so he decided to do this. It's like, if in doubt, leave it out. Yes. Well, we label our stories as we put them into our file. We have a lot of filing system, and we label our stories. What did you call this one? Oh, well, instead of, I mean, I, you'd think I'd put it racist teacher. I wrote it idiot teacher. Yeah. Like, I mean, how on earth? I mean, this person, I only have to think of this. He can't be racist because he's too stupid to be a good racist. You're probably right. I mean, good Lord, a blackface in 2021 on a Halloween costume heading to a school. Yeah. I, I think instead of home assignment, it should be unemployment line. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This. Well, uh, it might be. How, it yeah. might be. Home how, how can he start. ever teach again? I mean, boo. Uh, lastly, a new football field on the Hamilton Mountain has been named in honor of Canadian football legend Russ Jackson. Should the city recognize more iconic residents by naming or renaming facilities or landmarks after them? I'll, I'll go first. Yeah, please do. I say yeah, but there is also a gray line there because you get to a, 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 a position where it's, you know, does this person qualify for it? Is this person good enough, you know, quote unquote, to be named after something? So, uh, you know, there's some... Uh, uh, Tenuous waters ahead in terms of this debate. Well, the, we have city council right now is doing a review on how they how they name mm-hmm. how things should be named. I don't think I don't think we should build statues for anybody anymore. Like I, I agree the world that. of statues, please naming them are gone. Yeah. Um, 
but I do think that we should find out what the city says when it comes out with its plan on how they go about naming people or naming things mm-hmm. uh, after people and, and go from there. And, you know, we have a lot of things named in the city already after some great people. And Lincoln Alexander Parkway, for yeah. example, the link, greatest name of all, the link. You can't bet it for, for transportation. Um, so we wait for that and see what happens. And there might be one day the school of Shona Thompson Broadcasting. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I think that should be should be done. Okay. As long as I get 10% off. Well, there you go. That's the way it's going to happen. Thanks for listening to the Good Morning Hamilton podcast. You can listen to the show live weekday mornings from 530 to 9 on 900 CHML and online at 900CHML.com.